Great day, everybody. Great day. This is Andrea A. Moore, your host for Her Epic Changeover. I'm an author, motivational speaker, and I'm currently rebranding my coaching business. So guess what? I got a surprise for y'all. Anyways, I want to let you know that right now in this moment, you are amazing. Plain and simple. Why? Because you're here and you're listening. And you're able to walk out that door and walk in purpose. So first and foremost, I want you to do two things before we start. Two things to start off your day. Two things to help you be more confident on a daily basis. One, I want you to speak to yourself. Speak over yourself. Go look in the mirror and tell yourself, I am as beautiful as I've ever been. I am beyond blessed. I am a conqueror. Do that three times. Walk away. Get yourself together. Go back and do it another three times. And walk out into this world like you've never walked before. Smile and just let yourself know. Not the whole world, but yourself know first that you are amazing. And how many of us do this anyway, but it took us years to get here? And how many of us We're at a moment right now where tears are flowing. We don't understand why this is happening. But even in the midst of the storm, the trials, and the tribulations, you are amazing, okay? So welcome again to Her Epic Changeover. In this podcast, we speak of a number of things from entrepreneurship to grief to shoot everyday life. Shout out to all the moms working full time, doing their business, and man, getting some sleep, right? (laughs) So today's topic is very sensitive. I mean, it's a topic I'm very sincere about, very transparent about. And I actually didn't quite understand what my purpose was until this happened to me. And what I am talking about right now is grief. Today's topic is not just grief and entrepreneurship. But it's the grief of yourself. Hmm. So for those who've heard the saying, you got to find yourself. How does that saying actually really make you feel? You have to find yourself. Well, for some of us, we didn't hear that. We've heard all the negativity about ourselves. You're big. You're too skinny. Why are you wearing that? Your booty is really big. Your breasts are really big. That's too tight. Oh, you need to lose weight. Oh, you need to gain weight. Oh, you're too skinny to wear that. Hmm. So as we hear this saying, find yourself. And as you're trying to do that, because some of us do try to do that. We're hearing all the negative at home. Mm, Home. Not necessarily from your parents, but even your peers or, or your siblings or your relatives, your friends. You hear these things and it hurts so bad because you're just trying to understand how can I find myself when all I hear is the negative about myself? And then what happens? We believe it. And then what happens? We believe it. And then what happens? We believe it. Hmm. Unsure of who we are, 
but we're trying to find ourselves. Yet we hear the negative, but now we're believing it. Not only believing it. And as I tell my coaching clients, sometimes we eat it up. And when I say eat it up, we're not only believing it, we're inhaling it instead of exhaling it. We are literally eating it up and letting it eat us inside. I relate um, the negative talk to a leech. A leech will just leech onto you. And then when it does that, it's just sucking the blood right out of you. Huh. Grief. Have you ever thought about how you grieve yourself before you could, quote, find yourself? Now, let's go back a little bit. You're the negative talk. You're inhaling it. You're eating all of this up. And then what happens next? Women, this one is for you. Not saying men don't feel this because they do. But this one is more for you. (laughs) We tend to go into a mode of ugliness. Go into what I like to call the depression, the anxiety, and the pressure. The DAP is what I call it. Yes, D-A-P. Depression, anxiety, and pressure. See, we really start inhaling it and believing it. And it messes with with our anxiety. We don't want to be around anybody. We're not getting along with too many people. Hell, we can't even look in the mirror and tell ourselves how great we are. And then that leads into solitude, which for some of us leads into depression. Leads into this ugly place, a sad place. Some of us, some, and everyone's depression is not the same. It looks different. Let me repeat that. Everybody's depression is not the same. It looks different. And when it looks different, it feels different, then you're different. Mm. And then you have this pressure. This pressure of being perfect, this pressure of gaining the weight because you're 96 pounds at 5'6", or the pressure of losing the weight because you're 5'9", at 225 pounds, and and you're going to these stores and trying to find an outfit, but you're thinking, oh, I'm too skinny, oh, I'm too fat. All those things play into that pressure, and then when you realize the pressure that you're really under is under someone else's circumstance and someone else's standards is when it hits you like hell. But when it hits you, for some of us, when it hits us, we are so low that we don't see us getting up. But then on the other hand, for some of us who hit that rock bottom, all we can see is us coming out of the well. I imagine me being in a well and I'm reaching up for the sky and I can see the sun. Because now I know there's not darkness all the time. It is definitely not darkness all the time. There is light. I see it. So that means I can get out of this hole. It may take a minute. It may take a lot of minutes and a lot of time, but I can get out of this hole. That depression, anxiety, and that pressure, it just really starts to hit. And then when you get out that hole... Or when that first person I spoke on feels like they're so deep in it that it, oh, 
that getting out seems to be, keyword, seems to be impossible. Even they sit in silence and really regroup. And when you regroup, you start to climb. See, that's your climbing point. When you can be real with yourself and regain what someone was taking away from you. Because see, we weren't, we don't come into this earth inhaling the negative talk. Those things happen over time. So you come into this earth, born, you're born this beautiful baby. And your, your parents nurtured you. But then something happened that they just took that away. That negative talk takes that away. And then as you're regrouping, you are taking your power back. You're saying to yourself, look, this is, this is about me. I'm thinking the thighs. I can't help it. So let me wrap this, these skinny jeans real quick. Or I am 96 pounds at 5'6". Let me be and wear and be the best of me. And you, once you regroup and regain yourself back and you're gaining your power back, that is when you really realize, oh my God, who was that girl? Who was that guy? Who? Wow. And then for some of us that are writers, we start to write. Some of us that are singers, we start to write and we sing the song. And some of us that are just talkers, we start to speak on it. And it can get ugly now. It can get ugly. I'll be the first to tell you that when I speak on grief, it gets ugly. Not because it's it's a, a taboo thing, but because it's so uncomfortable, people don't want to speak on the loss of their self. But as you're gaining your momentum, you're feeling good, you're looking good. And we all have that extreme turning point. To me, the extreme turning point is something in your life, in your career, that will, in the words of um, my father, will turn your world upside down. It's going to turn it upside down. And in your mind, when you hit that, you're like, I'm feeling good. I'm doing good. I'm regrouping. I'm gaining my power back. And boom, just like that. Something happens. A divorce. A relationship loss. A a passing of someone. Something happens. A career change that you didn't expect, um, a.k.a. a layoff. Something happens and it just... Hit you and you're like, oh man. That turning point is the point when you realize, oh, I'm regrouping, but I ain't regrouped yet. Wait a minute, what? I'm regrouping, but I'm not regrouped yet. Oh, I'm gaining my power back, but I ain't took it. But now you're looking at that, you're looking at your transition, you're going back in it, you're going this boom, you're saying, okay, boom, I got you, don't worry about it. Now I'm going to yank my power back and talk about that girl I used to be and grieve over her a little bit because she was hurting. She was living in an ugly world. She was living in a world where the thoughts that were coming through her mind were unbelievable thoughts that nobody would even think she would be thinking. Mm. Now y'all tell me this. How crazy, how crazy, how crazy, how crazy is that? That you 
grieve her. And, and when you grieve her, you're grieving her because you, man, you remember. And guess what? Tears may start flowing. And that's okay. You may even start smiling. And that's even more okay. And you may actually look at yourself and say, self, man, you love her. Man, I love her. I look at the who I used to be. And I love her right now to this day. I nurture her. And there's times I have to talk to her. Oh, yeah, I got to talk to her. I have to let her know, you know what? Mm. What you thought was going to break you, it made you. You didn't gain your power back. You took it. You snatched that thing up, girl. Now, when I stare myself in the mirror, when you stare yourself in the mirror, you can honestly say, I am a conqueror because I made it through the worst of the worst times. When I thought I was going to fold, I made it through. And as a visionary from, from grief to grind, there's a young lady who wrote about this, the loss of self, that negative talk. That not being confident in yourself. That self-doubt. She inhaled it, y'all. She inhaled it. She inhaled it. And then it's crazy because I've watched this young lady visually grow up. And when I watched her grow up, I did not know that she was inhaling those things. The thoughts that came through her mind that nobody thought she was... She was thinking about, she thought it, the things that she had to endure. She endured it. And now, right now in her twenties, she not gaining her power. She taking it. See, she yanking it now because she understands that the position that she was in, what she inhaled, not only gave her what she needed, but it's going to help somebody else. We are all authors of our stories. Right now, whether we physically write it down, we speak it, we sing it, we don't say anything at all. We are authors of our stories. And as we're writing our stories and we're grieving over that person or grieving over ourselves or grieving that career, grieving that political um, position we were in, whatever we are hurting from, we can go back and talk to that person just for a moment and ask yourself, what would you say? And like I said before, I talk to my baby because at times, because we're human, you know, like I know we're human. We're not perfect. At times, you know, things could be going awry, as I like to call it, going crazy. And and you feel that person inching back and say, you know what, baby, man, I love you for who you are. But let me, I'm about to snatch up, wrap around all of my power right now. I am no longer going back to that space. No, ma'am. And no, <laughs> and no, sir. And this young lady that I'm speaking about is in the my first anthology, From Grief to Grind. Her name is Denisha Johnson Shields. She's in chapter eight of this book. And when I tell y'all... <clears throat> This was probably one of the stories that I had to read in pieces (laughs) because it was so real and I totally knew that feeling. 
hmm, a new author out here in the author world. In the book, From Grief to Grind, compiled by myself, Andre Amore. You can get it on Barnes & Nobles, bit.ly backslash capital B, capital N, capital G-R-I-E-F-T-O, capital G-R-I-N-D. And I'm actually going to read you a small portion of her story. And when I read this, I want you guys to do two things. The first thing I want you to do is I want you to close your eyes. And the reason I'm saying that is because, I mean, if you're driving, obviously, close your eyes. But the reason why I say it is because I want you to hear something that that really whew, sent me to a place. Sent me to the place. I started out at a young age. Insecurity, I mean. When it seemed like everyone around me had it all together. Meanwhile, I was still a garden flower child awaiting the day to be picked. So I too can see my worth and purpose in this world. But that never happened. Surrounded by people who... Hmm. Hmm. I'm sorry, y'all. Surrounded by people with conceited mindsets, popular reputations, and petite body shapes made my little insecurities become ugly flaws. It didn't help hearing what I needed to use. Vaseline because I had stretch marks either. I pretty much went through my adolescent years being insecure and embarrassed about what I look like in others' eyes. With most baggage comes more problems and that is where insecurity introduced me to shame wow chapter 8 redeem that is by Denisha Johnson Shields my niece I watched her grow up and had no clue that she felt that way so today's grief talk is a loss of self So for that person who's listening, who feels like they are at a standstill or feel like, what is happening? Yank your power back. It's your power. It's your right. And you can do it. Thank you for tuning in to Her Epic Changeover. This is your host, Andrea A. Moore. And I want to tell you today, I love you. And I want you to love you. I will talk to y'all soon. Bye. Great day, everybody. Great day. This is Andrea A. Moore, your host for Her Epic Changeover. I'm an author, motivational speaker, and I'm currently rebranding my coaching business. So guess what? I got a surprise for y'all. Anyways... I want to let you know that right now, in this moment, you are amazing. Plain and simple. Why? Because you're here and you're listening. And you're able to walk out that door and walk in purpose. So first and foremost, I want you to do two things before we start. Two things to start off your day. Two things to help you be more confident on a daily basis. 
One, I want you to speak to yourself. Speak over yourself. Go look in the mirror and tell yourself, I am as beautiful as I've ever been. I am beyond blessed. I am a conqueror. Do that three times. Walk away. Get yourself together. Go back and do it another three times. And walk out into this world like you've never walked before. Smile and just let yourself know, not the whole world, but yourself know first that you are amazing. (sighs) And how many of us do this anyway, but it took us years to get here? And how many of us are at a moment right now where tears are flowing We don't understand why this is happening. But even in the midst of the storm, the trials and the tribulations, you are amazing. Okay. So welcome again to Her Epic Changeover. In this podcast, we speak of a number of things from entrepreneurship to grief to shoot everyday life. Shout out to all the moms working full time, doing their business and man, getting some sleep, right? (laughs) So today's topic is very sensitive. Um, and it's a topic I'm very sincere about, very transparent about. And I actually didn't quite understand what my purpose was until this happened to me. And what I am talking about right now is grief. Today's topic is not just grief and entrepreneurship, but it's the grief of yourself. So for those who've heard the saying, you got to find yourself. How does that saying actually really make you feel? You have to find yourself. Well, for some of us, we didn't hear that. We've heard all the negativity about ourselves. You're big. You're too skinny. Why are you wearing that? Your booty is really big. Your breasts are really big. That's too tight. Oh, you need to lose weight. Oh, you need to gain weight. Oh, you're too skinny to wear that. Hmm. So as we hear this saying, find yourself. You And as you're trying to do that, because some of us do try to do that. We're hearing all the negative at home. Hmm. Home. Not necessarily from your parents, but even your peers or or your siblings or your relatives, your friends. You hear these things and it hurts so bad because you're just trying to understand how can I find myself when all I hear is the negative about myself? And then what happens? We believe it. And then what happens? We believe it. And then what happens? We believe it. Hmm unsure of who we are, but we're trying to find ourselves. yet we hear the negative, but now we're believing it. Not only believing it, and as I tell my coaching clients, sometimes we eat it up. And when I say eat it up, we're not only believing it, we're inhaling it instead of exhaling it. We are literally eating it up and letting it eat us inside. I relate, um, the negative talk to a leech. A leech will just leech onto you. And then when it does that, it's just sucking the blood right out of you. Huh. Grief. Have you ever thought about 
how you grieve yourself before you could, quote, find yourself. Now, let's go back a little bit. You're the negative talk. You're inhaling it. You're eating all of this up. And then what happens next? Women, this one is for you. Not saying men don't feel this because they do. But this one is more for you. We tend to go into a mode of ugliness. Go into what I like to call the depression, the anxiety, and the pressure. The DAP is what I call it. Yes, D-A-P. Depression, anxiety, and pressure. See, we really start inhaling it and believing it. And it messes with, with our anxiety. We don't want to be around anybody. We're not getting along with too many people. Hell, we can't even look in the mirror and tell ourselves how great we are. And then that leads into solitude, which for some of us leads into depression. Leads into this ugly place, a sad place. Some of us, some, and everyone's depression is not the same. It looks different. Let me repeat that. Everybody's depression is not the same. It looks different different and when it looks different it feels different then you're different Mm. and then you have this pressure this pressure of being perfect this pressure of gaining the weight because you're 96 pounds at 5'6 or the pressure of losing the weight because you're 5'9 at 225 pounds And and you're going to these stores and trying to find an outfit but you're thinking oh I'm too skinny oh I'm too fat all those things play into that pressure and then when you realize the pressure that you're really under is under someone else's circumstance and someone else's standards is when it hits you like hell But when it hits you, for some of us, when it hits us, we are so low that we don't see us getting up. But then on the other hand, for some of us who hit that rock bottom, all we can see is us coming out of the well. I imagine me being in a well and I'm reaching up for the sky and I can see the sun. Because now I know there's not darkness all the time. It is definitely not darkness all the time. There is light. I see it. So that means I can get out of this hole. It may take a minute. It may take a lot of minutes and a lot of time, but I can get out of this hole. That depression, anxiety, and that pressure, it just really starts to hit. And then when you get out that hole... Or when that first person I spoke on feels like they're so deep in it that it, uh, that getting out seems to be, keyword, seems to be impossible. Even they sit in silence and really regroup. And when you regroup, you start to climb. See, that's your climbing point. When you can be real with yourself and regain what someone was taking away from you. Because see, we weren't, we don't come into this earth inhaling the negative talk. Those things happen over time. So you come into this earth, born, you're born this beautiful baby. And your, your parents nurtured you. But then something happened. 
that they just took that away. That negative talk takes that away. And then as you're regrouping, you are taking your power back. You're saying to yourself, look, this is, this is about me. I'm thick in the thighs. I can't help it. So let me rock this, these skinny jeans real quick. Or I am 96 pounds at 5'6". Let me be and wear and be the best of me. And once you regroup and regain yourself back and you gain your power back, that is when you really realize, oh my God, who was that girl? Who was that guy? Who? Wow. And then for some of us that are writers, we start to write. Some of us that are singers, we start to write and we sing the song. And some of us that are just talkers, we start to speak on it. And it can get ugly now. It can get ugly. I'll be the first to tell you that when I speak on grief, it gets ugly. Not because it's it's a, a taboo thing, but because it's so uncomfortable, people don't want to speak on the loss of their self. But as you're gaining your momentum, you're feeling good, you're looking good. And we all have that extreme turning point. To me, the extreme turning point is something in your life, in your career, that will, in the words of um, my father, will turn your world upside down. It's going to turn it upside down. And in your mind, when you hit that, you're like, I'm feeling good. I'm doing good. I'm regrouping. I'm gaining my power back. And boom, just like that. Something happens. A divorce. A relationship loss. A a passing of someone. Something happens. A career change that you didn't expect, um, a.k.a. a layoff. Something happens and it just... Hit you and you're like, oh man. That turning point is the point when you realize, oh, I'm regrouping, but I ain't regrouped yet. Wait a minute, what? I'm regrouping, but I'm not regrouped yet. Oh, I'm gaining my power back, but I ain't took it. But now you're looking at that. You're looking at your transition. You're going back in it. You're going this boom. You're saying, okay, boom. I got you. Don't worry about it. Now I'm going to yank my power back. And talk about that girl I used to be. And grieve over her a little bit because she was hurting. She was living in an ugly world. She was living in a world where the thoughts that were coming through her mind were unbelievable thoughts that nobody would even think she would be thinking. Mm. Now y'all tell me this. How crazy, how crazy, how crazy, how crazy is that? That you grieve her. And, And when you grieve her, you're grieving her because you, man, you remember. And guess what? Tears may start flowing. And that's okay. You may even start smiling, and that's even more okay. And you may actually look at yourself and say, self, man, you love her. Man, I love her. I look at the who I used to be, and I love her right now to this day. I nurture her, and there's times I have to talk to her. Oh, yeah, I got to talk to her. I have to let her know, you know what? Mm. What you thought was going to break you, it made you. You didn't gain your power back. You took it. You snatched that thing up, girl. 
Now, when I stare myself in the mirror, when you stare yourself in the mirror, you can honestly say, I am a conqueror because I made it through the worst of the worst times. When I thought I was going to fold, I made it through. And as a visionary from, from grief to grind, there's a young lady who wrote about this, the loss of self, that negative talk. That not being confident in yourself, that self-doubt, she inhaled it, y'all. She inhaled it, she inhaled it. And then it's crazy because I've watched this young lady visually grow up. And when I watched her grow up, I did not know that she was inhaling those things. The thoughts that came through her mind that nobody thought she was She was thinking about, she thought it, the things that she had to endure. She endured it. And now, right now in her twenties, she not gaining her power. She taking it. See, she yanking it now because she understands that the position that she was in, what she inhaled, not only gave her what she needed, but it's going to help somebody else. We are all authors of our stories, right? Now, whether we physically write it down, we speak it, we sing it, we don't say anything at all. We are authors of our stories. And as we're writing our stories and we're grieving over that person or grieving over ourselves or grieving that career, grieving that political um, position we were in, whatever we are hurting from, we can go back and talk to that person just for a moment and ask yourself, what would you say? And like I said before, I talked to my baby because at times, because we're human, you know, like I know we're human. We're not perfect. At times, you know, things could be going awry, as I like to call it, going crazy. And and you feel that person inching back and you say, you know what, baby, man, I love you for who you are. But let me, I'm about to snatch up, wrap around all of my power right now. I am no longer going back to that space. No, ma'am. And no, <laughs> and no, sir. And this young lady that I'm speaking about is in the my first anthology from Grief to Grind. Her name is Denisha Johnson Shields. She's in chapter eight of this book. And when I tell y'all... <clears throat> This was probably one of the stories that I had to read in pieces (laughs) because it was so real and I totally knew that feeling. Hmm. A new author out here in the author world. In the book From Grief to Grind, compiled by myself, Andre Amore. You can get it on Barnes & Noble's bit.ly backslash Capital B, capital N, capital G R I E F T O, capital G R I N D. And I'm actually going to read you a small portion of her story. And when I read this, I want you guys to do two things. The first thing I want you to do is I want you to. 
close your eyes. And the reason I'm saying that is because, I mean, if you're driving, obviously, don't close your eyes. But the reason why I say it is because I want you to hear something that, that really whew, sent me to a place. Sent me to the place. I started out at a young age. Insecurity, I mean. When it seemed like everyone around me had it all together. Meanwhile, I was still a garden flower child awaiting the day to be picked. So I too can see my worth and purpose in this world. But that never happened. Surrounded by people who... Hmm. Hmm. I'm sorry, y'all. Surrounded by people with conceited mindsets, popular reputations, and petite body shapes made my little insecurities become ugly flaws. It didn't help hearing what I needed to use. Vaseline because I had stretch marks either. I pretty much went through my adolescent years being insecure and embarrassed about what I look like in others' eyes. With most baggage comes more problems and that is where insecurity introduced me to shame wow chapter 8 redeem that is by Denisha Johnson Shields my niece I watched her grow up and had no clue that she felt that way so today's grief talk is a loss of self So for that person who's listening, who feels like they are at a standstill or feel like, what is happening? Yank your power back. It's your power. It's your right. And you can do it. Thank you for tuning in to Her Epic Changeover. This is your host, Andrea A. Moore. And I want to tell you today, I love you. And I want you to love you. I will talk to y'all soon. Bye.